Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Coming up in one hour is Julie Gunlock, Independent Women's Forum. Also, we're going to talk about the comments issued this morning by Lexington Catholic Bishop John Stowe. Joining me now is uh, Brian Hamrick of the Power of Five. And Brian, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Brian, how are you? Thanks again, Mr. Cunningham. Talk to me about what happened at the protest a day or two ago. John. And uh, we have several protesters. Then we got three or four on the other side. What was the temper of the times at the protest, protest itself at the diocesan offices? Well, uh, you know, there were a lot of different kinds of opinions floating around there. It was it was interesting. I mean, the, by and large, uh, I think all of the folks, uh, the vast majority of the folks who were there felt like um, it, that the Native American elder was in the right and had done nothing wrong, and it was the Kovkath student who had, and, and the group of students there that were in the wrong, and that they really should offer an apology and should be willing to sit down with uh, Native American leaders and, and maybe some of the folks that were up there and, and have a discussion. And I think some of the Cubcast students were open to that as well, um, maybe having a discussion of some sort. Well, you know, at this point, uh, Nathan Phillips was on your network, so to speak, NBC News Channel 5, and uh, he, he still would like to meet with him and offer apologies, things to that character. And then more information has come out about Nathan Phillips relative to his lack of uh, Vietnam service, and he got a Texas El Paso in that. As far as the drama of this going on, you've been around 25, 30 years. How would you, how would you characterize the, uh, the importance of the Cubcath and also what happened there? Isn't this a huge, huge, big story in this town and throughout the country? Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, as far as the, it, it, this is one of those things, and this is something that's you know, relatively new, um, you know, in the last, you know, 15, 20 years, this whole social media uh, a wave that, that, that washes over everything. And you've got everybody with all these fragmented opinions that have a platform. Things get out that aren't true. One side sees something. They put it out. There's very little. There's nobody really checking anything. It just goes out. Uh, on both sides of this, people are have said things about the kid that's not true. They've said things about the, the, the Native American elder that aren't true. Um, people get in the middle of it. And I think there's a lot of people, you know, instigators that like to just get in and throw that out there and see if it sticks to the wall just to watch people waller in all that. So all that really hyped something like this up. At one time it, it didn't. It was on the news and, you know, and it would – it would go that way, and then it would be talked about it, you know, these coffee shops or around the water cooler, but not like it is now. It's written. It's basically broadcast on everyone's uh, uh, social media account, and so it gets more attention, and I think it gets people uh, more upset than it used to. You know what it is, Brian, because in the good old days, you get up in the morning, and you might read the Inquirer. You read the Inquirer, put it down, go to work, and do whatever. 
And then at, then at that point, you might watch the evening news, 5, 9, or 12, watch the 6.30 national news, and then you would uh, go to bed, may, watch 11 o'clock news with Tom Atkins or uh, Jerry Springer or, or Al Shadokati or somebody, Rob Braun, and then, and then you would get up in the morning. But today, that's not the way it works, is it? We are 24-7 connected, and I think that it's a blessing, but isn't that also a curse? Well, it is, and especially one of it just continues to roll through. And it, it, it I mean, you take this story in particular. Um, I don't think, I, I really think if somebody would have come to, uh, to us, and I've talked to some other folks, even some folks from NBC, I have some, uh, a couple of good friends at work, uh, actually worked on that story. Um, and, and I think the way this thing, the gestation of these things now, this thing got on the Internet. It was going social media full on out. I mean, it was a raging social media fire before the, any news operation ever picked up on it. And that in and of itself is what made this a story. I don't think two people coming face to face and then, I, you know, really nothing happened. Uh, just two people looked at each other. And some people shouted some things, and some other people shouted some things. I, I don't think that would have been a news story in and of itself. But what made it a story was that, that millions of people picked up on it. Literally millions of people picked up on this and had, a, and had an opinion. So now, you know, the, the you know, legitimate news operations get involved. And then you've got news operations that see things from a different point of view on one side and on the other. And then that starts to play into all this. So it really gets tough to toe the middle of the line on something like this because no matter what you say, no matter what, there's a whole side of people with a whole social media uh, backing that, you know, is, is trying to take a whole different approach on this. And what I think happened in this thing is, so this is where once it becomes a story because of the social media outrage on this thing, then it blows up and there, you know, a lot of finger pointing starts about it should have been reported this way or it should have been reported this way. The, the only failure would have been as if, you know, especially the way this comes out, it, it, it's put as it's a, it's a social media a, a mega story, and and there there wasn't a lot of extra of, uh, information out there. But as we see these things, as they become they come to light, then they get put on. The only way this has been a bad mistake is if none of that would have ever been put on. If that would have been, um, uh, 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 you know, they would have tried to hide that, or nobody would ever address that, or just went away. The idea that say, hey, wait a minute, now there's more to this coming out. Yeah, I think that shows if you got a legitimate operation. We never have generally, you know, it's like I've heard people say, well, you shouldn't shouldn't have put that on until you had the full story. Well, but rarely do we, when we, uh, the police arrest somebody, we don't have that guy's side of the story, rarely. We no, say, you know, the police no. arrest this guy. They say he did this. They say he did the other. You know, he'll have his day in court or he can talk to us if he wants to. But a lot of it is the limit as to what you do. But now when he does want to talk, if you don't show his side of the story, well, then then he's got a legitimate gripe. And not like it hasn't has never happened. I mean, it, it does happen that way sometimes. But, but generally, on big stories, and there's a, 
there's a person tells their side and they want to they want to tell their side of the story generally everybody i mean we were all wanting to get a hold of this young man and say right. what, what's your side of it but you know he wasn't talking and and if, you know when you're a network you got a lot of pool that you don't have you know, it's a local station. That's why they were able to get him. Yeah, I have a lot of friends at Cubcath, and when when, when uh, Nicholas Sandman did the interview on NBC, uh, I was told a day or two ahead of time he issued the statement, which may have been written by someone else. That doesn't sound like a 16-year-old statement, but nonetheless, right. it expressed his viewpoint, I think, accurately. That He said at the end of that statement, yeah, we'll be making no other comments about this. That's it. And then within two right, days, right. he's on NBC. And with, right. with the Savannah Guthrie interview, and now uh, he, he may do one or two more interviews. When I would, you know, I kind of know public relations. You and I know the news. What he ought to do is go back to school and shut the heck up. Go back to Cubcath, take trigonometry, algebra, English, and history. You're too young to be involved as a tennis ball going back and forth. And in this case, there's more than two sides. You have the racial element. Right. You, you have the Catholicism element. You have the Indian element. Uh, you have the Trump element. You got too many elements coming right. on a 16 right. year old boy. Can you imagine if you or I were interviewed by a, a Savannah Guthrie, a 48 year old attorney from Georgetown Law, interviewed by her when we were 16 years old? I mean, it's not fair. Yeah, yeah, no, I would. <laughs> I would. I, I tell you, I wouldn't have answered him, but I don't think I'd have been able to put my viewpoint uh, as well. You know, as I would have liked to, as well as he was able to, you know, to tell his viewpoint. Well, and the, and the other thing, you got Catholicism and Christianity. You got Bishop Bishop Foy's met with some of the boys of Cubcath yesterday. The investigation continues, and then you have the Catholic Bishop John Stowe of uh, fifty counties in central and eastern Kentucky coming out today, claiming among other things that these boys engaged in racist acts. The bishop said to kind of start things off as the leader of the Catholic Church in the 50 counties of central and eastern Kentucky, I joined the Diocese of Covington and other Catholic leaders in apologizing in the wake of this incident. He says, I'm ashamed that the actions of Covington Catholic High School students uh, were, have become con con the contradiction of the reverence for human life. He ends up by saying, the association of our young people with racist acts and a politics of hate must also become unthinkable. I would ask the bishop, what the hell, what did these boys do that was hateful or racist? And they also make some political comment, which as a Catholic, I find rather disgusting. It talks about uh, about Donald Trump, about the hat that was being worn. He said that uh, without engaging into the discussion, it astonishes me that any student participating in a pro-life activity on behalf of their school and their Catholic faith could be wearing apparel, sporting the slogans of a president who denigrates the lives of immigrants, refugees, and people from countries that he describes with indecent words and haphazardly and dangerous with life-threatening policies. So he's going, we have a right. bishop going after Trump, who's the most pro-life president in American history, that was cheered wildly the other day at the pro-life rally on the 19th. But when was the last time a Catholic bishop went after the president? That's a, uh, I mean, that's clearly a, a political statement. I, you know, you have to wonder how that's going to play Not well. with the parishioners. Not because, well. I mean, this is the whole thing. And, and I know uh, I had heard kind of behind the scenes that um, a lot of the folks were not happy, the Cubcat parents, 
and, and a lot of people in the Catholic Church were not happy that early on, and this was, I, I got to tell you, this is what fueled it as well, when, when there was you know, no one talking, when the, the student's not going to talk, uh, difficult trying to get a hold of anyone that was with this uh, group, any of the students that were with the group. No one's talking. So the only person you have to go to is the um, is Catholic Church, the diocese. And they put out this statement that basically said uh, these kids were wrong. Um, you know, we, we're apologizing for this behavior, and we're going to look at expelling them. Then with, with no information, only having the information from the activists, who, you know, kind of shot this and, and had their side of the story, and then you go to get the other side of the story, and the only person speaking for them, the only people that will speak for them, basically said, yep, they were wrong, and, uh, and, and we're apologizing for it. Well, it, it, it lends to the indication that, you know, the people that are speaking for them is wrong. So this is how this thing initially takes off, and and, and I think that's why there was a lot of, you know, perception on this, that that's what had happened until the other videotapes then begin to emerge, which is, you know, that's one of the good things about, you know, everyone with the camera now. You do get to see some different angles and different perspectives. And the thing television cannot do is put on a two-hour tape. You don't have – if you put a package together, what's it, one or two right. minutes – it's one thirty, yeah. yeah it's at one thirty. Sometimes they don't want that much. Sometimes they want a minute. So at ninety so, seconds. So how in the yeah. hell can you cover a story like this it, in ninety it makes seconds? It very difficult. It really is very difficult. You you can you know you show clips, but you got to edit to try and get to the highlight. And then no matter what you take out, you, you know folks will be saying, "Hey, you took out the wrong thing." You just try and do your best to be as you know, I try and do my best, no matter who I'm talking to, to try to do my best to, you know, say accurately and convey. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The message that they're trying to convey. And, you know, like, and, and no matter what you do, like I talked to a, a, um, a student who was there uh, one day. Uh, I think it was like third. Uh, I don't know what day it was. It was the day before this March, I think. And, you know, I, I tried to do my best to convey the message that that student who was there wanted to what he was trying to do. Now, that doesn't mean I can't say, you know, ask him questions about that and, and, and try and, you know, dig out things that, you know, maybe don't make sense. Uh, but then the, the next day I'm down covering the, um, the Native Americans who are there to protest as a demonstration, and I'm trying to convey accurately what they're saying. It's not what I'm saying and, and, and what the, the students, it's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to accurately convey what the, the message they want. Now, in the middle of that, I also put there was a, a Trump supporter who was there, and, and he said, hey, look, you know, he had the total opposite. So I, I gave him a say-so, but it was really that day. It was about the protest, the march, the, the uh, folks that had come here to put on this demonstration. 
You know, it's not like we can't balance it out a little bit, but to accurately convey both of those folks, and that's the, that's the trick. It's really it's really yeah. difficult to do. Well, Brian Hamrick, I'm looking at a headline this afternoon. Uh, Savant, this is on USA Today, USA Today newspaper, their website. Quote, Savannah Guthrie's Today interview with Nathan Phillips was knocked. It was entirely so soft. So yesterday she was knocked because she wasn't hard enough on a 16-year-old boy. Now she's being criticized for being too soft with Nathan Phillips. Some of the things she said was softball questions about his Vietnam-era service. Uh, I've seen several clips and quotes on his Facebook page out of his own mouth talking about his service in Vietnam that he was spit upon by some hippie-looking girl when he came back from Vietnam. The guy was a refrigerator repairman in the Marine Reserves that never left, never left Nebraska. And, and he claims for the last several years, stolen valor, that the, he was in Vietnam spit upon when he came back. And she only asked him, let's clear that up. And he said, I never said I served in Vietnam. For the last couple hours, all I'm seeing is clips of him saying, I served in Vietnam. He was in a recon patrol. He wasn't in a recon patrol in Omaha. And so she never followed up with that, even though the last couple of days in preparation for the interview, she had plenty of time to get the clips together out of his own words, out of his own face that he served in Vietnam that could have proved he was a liar. And she left to go completely. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen a few more, uh, at least to ask him about some of those things and, and to have brought that up. I, I didn't uh, I saw that interview as well. Um, you know, I saw both of those, in fact, had a discussion with some of the folks there um, at the, well, with the person that I know at, uh, at the Today Show uh, about that very, uh, about that very um, uh, line of questioning. And, and um, yeah, I, I don't know, get it. it. You, know, you know, you and I, whenever you talk, Brian Hamrick, to a 16 or 17 or a 14 year old, you address them differently then you would address a 64-year-old or a 45-year-old. That is different. And so she should have been softer on the kid and direct with Nathan Phillips, but that's my opinion. We got to run, Brian Hamrick. Where are you going today? What's happening on News 5? Well, uh, I am headed uh, out to uh, Pike County today. Uh, they've got uh, one of the suspects in uh, in court for a, a motion hearing, I believe, and it's just uh, I think it's going to take like five minutes. Not a lot comes out of it, but we're going to be there to – Make sure that there's, you know, it's not some nugget of information that we can glean from what happened uh, in this whole thing. Well, with your permission, I'm now going to deal with the comments of Catholic Bishop, Bishop John Stowe, who made blatant political comments about our president not being pro-life and calls the kids a Cubcath racist. And that comes from a bishop of Lexington. We got to run. Brian Hamrick, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you. Thanks again, Mr. Cunningham. And God bless you. All right, let's continue now. really don't care for this music. I've expressed my concerns without measurable effect. Hit the music, Matt. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Don't like it. Obviously, I have no control. Now, as you know, I'm a practicing Roman Catholic and been one my entire life. Don't, don't recall my baptism, my confirmation, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a... Uh, I take the wafer uh, every I don't have to go to confession because there's not much to confess. I'm so perfect. There's not much I can do there. But uh, I say a prayer every night for those of my buddies and friends that are hurting. I got two or three uh, women in my family having some serious health problems. Say a prayer for them. Life's good. So when bishop after bishop after bishop and the pope himself comes out 
and issues false, blatant political comments and statements, wanting to twist the reality to their preconceived notions. It concerns me greatly. Don't know the guy. I never met the guy. Hopefully never to meet the guy. Bishop uh, John Stowe. Haven't met Bishop Roger Foyes either. Bishop Stowe is uh, the bishop of 50 counties of central and eastern Kentucky. He said this morning, quote, I joined the Diocese of Covington and other Catholic leaders in apologizing in the wake of this incident. And this is all a quote from him. I'm ashamed that the actions of Kentucky Catholic high school students have become a contradiction of the reverence of human life that the march is supposed to manifest. As such, I believe that U.S. Catholics must take a look at how our support of the fundamental right to life has been separated from the even more basic truth of the dignity of each human person. The Covcat students do not have to be preached to as to the dignity of treating other people. You might want to have that conversation, Reverend, with uh, Nathan Phillips or with the Black Hebrews, but not with the Covcat boys. He, he goes on to make some blatantly false and ridiculous comments. You know, one thing the Catholic Church should not do is get involved in politics because you can't win. Yesterday, Governor Cuomo of the state of New York, the Empire State, signed a bill into law that allowed a woman to abort her baby up to the moment of birth. So that means when a mother is pushing, she can change her mind as long as the head has not come out completely and decide, you know what, Doc, kill my baby. Kill it. I don't want it. Up to that moment. Now, Cuomo, he says, is a practicing Roman Catholic. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, she says, is a practicing Roman Catholic. Chuck Schumer is an observant Jew who also tend not to believe in abortion. So the political leadership, whether it's uh, from Judaism or Catholicism, say one thing and do another. They say separation of church and state. So if, uh, if this bishop, Stowe or Foy's, was really concerned about human life? How about denying communion of the sacraments to Catholic politicians who think abortion is like a sacrament? This ridiculous, absurd comments of uh, Bishop Stowe of Lexington included a comment. This is, this is a quote about the president. It astonishes me that any students participating in a pro-life activity on behalf of their school and their Catholic faith, could be wearing apparel, sporting the slogans of a president who denigrates the lives of immigrants, refugees, and people from countries that he describes with indecent words and haphazardly and dangerous with life-threatening policies. So the Catholic Church, the bishops who are the, who are the living apostles of the Catholic Church, have come out against President Donald J. Trump in a written statement under the letterhead of the Diocese of uh, Lexington, sporting the slogan of a president who denigrates the lives of immigrants. Let me help him with some facts. This president welcomed in 2018 1.7 million legal immigrants. According to 60 Minutes and CBS News, Thousands and thousands of young girls, women, and boys are raped, sexually assaulted on the trip from Central America to America. They know that. that if the policy we have is to allow those individuals to enter America and then get a hearing. 
And then there's certain things they have to go through. And jump. once they get into America, they're here permanently. Forty percent of all El Salvadorans on the face of the earth live inside the United States of America. We're a welcoming country to all refugees and immigrants. We accept more immigrants in this country under President Trump than the other 210 countries of the world put together. So why would he say this about our president? It's astonishing. And he concludes by stating about the boys of Covcath. The association of our young people with racist acts and a politics of hate must also become unthinkable. Help me to understand this. Valerie and Ted are the first two callers. What did the Cuffcath boys do that associated with hate and were racist? I'm, I'm flabbergasted. It's almost impossible to have a conversation with someone when most of these, if not all these activities, last Friday, were all on video. We know exactly what happened. When Nathan Phillips appeared this morning on the Today Show with a lousy interview from Savannah Guthrie, it sounds like a stripper's name, Savannah. She, she asked him softball after softball after softball. She went after a 16-year-old boy with questions like, don't you think? But with, with Nathan Phillips, it was softball after softball. And when she could have caught him in a blatant lie, like when he said repeatedly on Facebook and elsewhere, his Facebook, that he served in Vietnam, stolen valor, she let it go. I put on my Twitter account, at Willie, 700 WLW, a quote from him on his own Facebook account. There's video of him discussing out of his own mouth his service in Vietnam. NBC News would have access to that information. So when, when he gave a, a, a begrudging answer, she could, should have said, Nathan Phillips, I want you to watch something. Out of his own mouth, he talked about being spit on when he came back from Vietnam. He never got out of Omaha, Nebraska. He was four years in the U.S. Marines Reserves. Twice he won AWOL. His job was to repair refrigerators. He was a refrigerator repairman. Never got out of the States, never got to Vietnam. But for the last 35 years, he's been talking about his service in Vietnam and being spit on when he came back and called a warmonger. And and it's out of his own mouth. This bishop. (laughs) How is it possible that Bishop John Stowe could look into the faces of the boys from Covington Catholic and call them racist and they're associating with a politics of hate. It looks as if the National Democratic Committee wrote this press release. But did he say anything about Governor Cuomo signing a bill into law that allowed a woman pushing to have a baby, to kill the baby before the head is exposed to the world? Not a word about that. Uh, I'm just... In the last four days, I, I, I just it, this is fundamentally something is wrong with the leadership of the Catholic Church. Someone sent me a video about Lucifer, the devil himself in hell, not accepting any more pedophile priests because they're running they're running amok all over the place. We can't accept any more pedophile priests. We got too many of them here. Do you think maybe he should concern himself with that? No, he wants to inject himself. It's not even his parish. It's not his part of Kentucky to govern religiously. His part is Lexington and 50 counties in uh, central and eastern uh, Kentucky. But he wanted to inject himself into the Cubcat situation to call our boys racist 
associating with the politics of hate. I defy anyone to point out from the two or three hours of video one racist thought expressed or one association with hate. Unless you say, make America great again, that's hate. I I listened to some fool last night on CNN. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Said that if you wear a hat that says make America great again, that is like wearing a Klansman hood from the KKK. And that somehow it she said it triggers me that I, I, I like lose consciousness. What? So if I need money and there's cash in a bank because there's money in the bank and I go to the bank to take out cash with a gun. That has triggered me to take the money. Or if I see a beautiful, young 35-year-old woman and I want to grab her boobs, she triggered me because she's wearing provocative clothing and I can't control myself. Match time on how long would it go with HR if you grab somebody's boobs around here because their attire triggered you? Not long. Wouldn't go, wouldn't go well. But these commentators say when they see the hat, Make America Great Again, it triggers them and they can't act reasonably anymore. And you got the Roman Catholic Church hierarchy standing with Nathan Phillips and the black Hebrews calling these innocent boys racist and association with hate. When in reality, they were the victims of hate. They were the victims of racism. The black Hebrews who think they're the lost tribe of Israel, and those guys are completely confused. They're the ones who participated and used racist terms against Covcath, who did not respond. They're the innocent lambs. The wolves were the black nationals. Throw in Nathan Phillips, who's lied and lied and lied again about what happened. Even when it's on videotape what happened, he still lies. He still says this morning with Savannah Guthrie, I heard build that wall. With all the hours of videotape, there's nothing like that. Nothing said at all. The boys were the victims of hate and racial discrimination against them. They were not the perpetrators. But all the bishops see is Trump, declared by the Right to Life movement as the, as the best pro-life president we have ever had. Did you ever hear or read either Bishop Roger Foyes or Bishop John Stowe, both in Kentucky, of issuing a missive against the policies of Barack Hussein Obama that appointed abortion judges that participated in the death of 3,000 babies every day. One time, I, I'm not sure, did Bishop Stowe or Bishop Foyes issue missives complaining about the policies, the anti-life policies of Barack Hussein Obama and his vicious treatment of police officers that allowed the Black Lives Live movement and others to be encouraged to kill cops like in Dallas and Baton Rouge. During a Black Lives Matter protest in Dallas, five cops were gunned down by a Black Lives Matter supporter. Then those individuals from Black Lives Matter were welcomed in the White House by Barack Hussein Obama. Did I hear one word out of Bishop Foyes and Bishop Stowe about that? Can I hear that? 
Correct. Not one word. The most pro-life president in American history catches flack from at least two bishops when they're boys they should be protecting. Stowe and Foley should be about the business of protecting these children. That's Those are our customers. They're moms and dads. They're paying the bills. They're the ones with the money in the collection plate. They're the ones with Knights of Columbus and with the sodality. They're the ones paying all the bills. And they're attacking their own customers. Imagine the status of a boy at Covcath or Elder or Muller or Mount Notre Dame, the girls. And you have bishops attacking you for being racist and joining the politics of hate. (laughs) To me, it is stunning. Absolutely stunning. And when Joe Dieters, our erstwhile county prosecutor, tried to get a conviction on Anthony Kirkland, who murdered five innocent females, three were girls, two were women, by raping them and putting them on fire. And he wanted to have the death penalty for for them. You had the Vatican. The Vatican sent him a letter taking him to task for seeking the death penalty for Anthony Kirkland. I'm thinking, what? When Pope Francis tears down the walls around the Vatican, which are 25 feet tall and 6 feet thick, when the Vatican begins accepting thousands and thousands of immigrants into the Vatican walls, I believe then in what they have to say. But if you talk the talk, then walk the walk. How do we have a church and a hierarchy, which includes NBC News, the Wall Street Journal, all these national publications coming at these boys, including city council member Christopher Seelbach. Seelbach said these boys, these boys, these innocent boys, were punks and cowards. 16, 15, 17-year-old boys, according to Seelbach, are punks and cowards. The bishops in Kentucky, say they engaged in racist acts and joined the politics of hate, and they're ashamed. The The world has gone upside down. I want to get your reaction. 749, 7,000 pounds, 700th, the new AT&T. These boys were the victims of racism. Bishop Stowe, did you hear the chants? They were the victims. Somebody, a 64-year-old man walks up on a 16-year-old boy a few inches from his face, pounds a drum, and the boy stands there and does nothing in silence. And the whole system comes down like a ton of bricks on these innocent children who were the victims of racism. But now, according to Bishop John Stowe, they are participants in hate and they practice racism. When they were the victims. I can only imagine Bishop Stowe or Bishop Foyce. If we flip the race of these individuals. And let's say we had a group of black kids. And a black kid stood there with a smile on his face. And some white person went up to them and pounded a drum in front of them. And the black child simply did nothing. And then the media would talk about the face of that black child. And the look he had on his face. What the media would have done with that. When the Vatican attacks Joe Dieters and the bishops attack Covcath, these must be the end days. Let's continue with more. Your reaction, seven four nine seven thousand or pound 
700, the new AT&T. How do you participate in a church led by fools, by feckless fools, like Bishop John Stowe and Bishop Roger Foyce? Feckless fools. Bill Cunningham, 700, WLW. With Matt Steinman's permission, my producer, I want to read to you a short interview conducted in the ninth, ninth circle of hell. Conducted uh, with Lucifer, the Prince of Darkness, stressing that the situation in hell was spiraling out of control. Satan, the great tempter and father of lies, announced on Wednesday that he would no longer accept any more pedophile Catholic priests to enter hell. Quote, this place is completely overrun with these monsters, and frankly, they kind of creep me out, said the Prince of Darkness, adding that every time he looked up, he saw another recently deceased member of the Roman Catholic clergy being cast down in the fires of hell where each is expected to be tortured until the end of time by satan and his minions quote we're used to having every manner of unrepentant sinner down here but these pedophile priests are beyond messed up i swear if i see one more of these sick bastards i'm going to throw myself into the eternal flames myself in response god has reportedly instituted a secret policy whereby pedophile priests no longer face damnation but would attend mandatory counseling sessions and then quietly be transferred into heaven. So we got Lucifer. You think Bishop Stowe and Bishop Foy's might have other problems to worry about? Matt Steinman says no. Th- th- this is it. This is it. When the victims become the perpetrators, when good becomes evil, and when the leaders mislead, I'll say one thing. They will never, ever, ever chase me away from the Catholic Church. These are characters who come and go. Characters like Foy's and Stowe walk on the stage of life. They're going to walk off the stage. When they call the boys at Covington Catholic, who are the victims, when they call them the perpetrators, when they say they're the ones who identify with politics of hate, the boys, it is a sign of the end days. Let's continue. Thousands on hold. Valerie, Mike, Andy, Rick, many others. Bill Cunningham, 700. WLW, Cincinnati. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Let's continue. Thousands on the hold. Millions are listening. Julie Gunlock is with the Independent Women's Forum. She's like a woman and a mother and a conservative and a God-fearing American. Julie Gunlock, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. Julie, how are you? I'm doing great. Always thrilled to be on. We have now several boys, and specifically a kid named Nick Sandman, who did that interview with the Today Show, which I thought was an attack by Savannah Guthrie that she never, ever would have done to someone. A person of color never would have been treated like that on the Today Show. And now we have a, a couple bishops in Kentucky, Bishop John Stowe and Bishop Roger Foyes. Stowe issued a statement in which he said these uh, these boys in Kentucky— to use his exact words, the association of our young people with racist acts and a politics of hate must also become unthinkable. He goes on to say about our president and about them, uh, it astonishes me that any students participating in a pro-life activity on behalf of their school and their Catholic faith could be wearing apparel sporting the slogans of a president who denigrates the lives of immigrants, refugees, and people from countries that he describes with indecent words, with and haphazardly and dangerous life-threatening policies. So you got the Roman Catholic Church in Kentucky attacking Catholic boys who were actually 
the victims of what was going on, not the perpetrators. As a mother of boys, how do you see these things? Well, I, yeah, I mean, and as a Catholic, I'm totally disappointed. I mean, the Catholic Church has a lot of work to do, um, explaining, really explaining to parents how, uh, how, how they have acted over the last several decades with regards to some of these sex abuse allegations. Um, we've seen a very weak response out of Rome. Uh, we now know Cardinal Worrell knew about the uh, sexual abuse on the part of McCarrick. I mean, it is just astonishing to me, given the opportunity to stick up for young Catholic boys, given the church's problem, uh, well-known problem that it's had um, with regard to children, um, that it hasn't embraced this opportunity um, to back them, to uh, to embrace them, and really um, to defend them against this this man, Nathan Phillips, who we now know is a liar. He lied about his Vietnam um, status. We know that he's portrayed himself as this man with, I think Bill Crystal called it quiet dignity. <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> and another, another great Bill Crystal moment there. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, it's very disappointing. But I mean, look, I think the mainstream media is predictably, has been predictably disappointing, disappointing. The Catholic Church has been disappointing. Um, and we even have some people on the right who jumped the gun on this. Um, and, and, Several have apologized, and that's great, and that's worthy, but they added, added um, to the hostility and, and the abuse that these kids face. It's, it's been a terrible, terrible uh, uh, thing to, to watch and, and to see unfold. Well, what, what's happening now is we're flipping the script. It, it's almost as if they're saying that if a woman wears provocative clothing and gets raped, yeah. well, it's the woman's fault. If I need money and go to a bank... They take the cash because the bank lured me to do it that suddenly I'm not responsible. I defy anyone to look at the hours of videotape and find any racist acts that the boys committed. And because you wore a hat that said, make America great again, these bishops are saying they associate it with the politics of hate. Yeah, uh, you know, it is so, yeah, I don't know what it, to say. I, 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 <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. These are young kids. You know, they were in Washington. They were probably having so much fun. And a lot of people, you know, this is what is interesting about Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Living in the Washington, D.C. area and raising kids here, I would never allow my children to go out of the house with a MAGA hat on just because of the hostility in this area. I mean, it's just not done. And, and look, people around here where I live, we whisper our support for the, for the president. It is, it is honestly frightening to live in this area and support the president. So it isn't done. It really, the, the MAGA hat, people don't wear them sort of, and so these kids probably have no had no idea how the people in the how people in the Washington no. area react to that. And, and so you know, they, they, look for a lot of kids. And I've talked to parents, some of my friends who grew up in Illinois, and I've talked to them, and they say, "Look, these kids, kids love the MAGA hat. They think the message, make America great, is great. They love it. They're patriotic. They like their president." They feel good about what's been happening in the country. There's a lot of, I mean, just the, the latest jobs report, great positive stories coming out of Washington. The shutdown and yet our economy is 
booming. So it, it is, for a lot of people, it's a, it's a symbol of patriotism and loving what's happening in the country. And so to so viciously treat these kids for wearing something that, look, I know isn't politically correct in the Washington, D.C. area, but we've seen that, that it's always been. I said from the outset, it was always the MAGA hat. It wasn't the treatment of Nathan Phillips. It wasn't, you know, their behavior. It was the MAGA hats. And Rich Lowry, he, he actually, uh, editor of National Review, he just came out with this great tweet. that it's always, let's be truthful, it's always been about the MAGA hats. And that's, that's the bottom line. That is, that is the crux. It is Trumpism. It is Trump, Trump derangement syndrome. If any support of the president, you deserve to be maligned and abused. And according to some people, sold. Killed. Well, according to Hollywood producers, they wanted to right. take these boys and throw them in uh, in wood chippers. And right. you have Kathy Griffin who wanted to, to uh, physically cause violence. You have this woman, I don't know her, she's a writer for Saturday Night Live, who yeah. said that uh, if anyone punches th- that kid, uh, Nick D- D- Sandman, in the face, she would provide him oral services. And, and I, th- th- these are children. These are boys that are in there. Where I live, you live in Washington, I live in Cincinnati. And to see a mega hat around here is no big deal. Kentucky voted plus 20 points for Trump. Ohio voted like plus nine points for Trump. So in this part of the country, it's a matter of pride in your country. It's patriotism and support for the president in a sense. But in other parts of the country, it's a symbol of hate. In fact, uh, last night on CNN, a rather attractive African-American commentator said that whenever she sees a mega hat, she is triggered into violence. <laughs> I know. Trigger. Yeah, it's, just, it's just so disappointing to see sort of ra- what, what, who I thought were rational people on the right sort of jump the gun on this. But also, you know, F.C. Hinton, Hinton, who wrote The Outsider, this was such a loved book of mine when I was growing up. She was the voice of the generation. I loved that book so much. She tweeted, which, I mean, frankly, so many people should get off Twitter, but she tweeted that she wants to slap his face. Then after, after the facts came out, the longer video, the fact that he was lying about being a Vietnam vet, uh, this was Jason Phillips, lying about his Vietnam service, um, she, she said, I still want to slap his face. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that she was saying this. This is, you know, again, the author of The Outsider, the much-loved book to many Americans and certainly young boys. And so it's, it's very sad to see how people have become so deranged and, again, suggesting Suggesting that a MAGA hat is anyway is, you know, synonymous with the white, white hood, which is another thing that we've seen. It just shows the level of, um, of, of silliness and derangement uh, out there. And again, I, uh, but, but, and I say silliness and derangement, but there is a serious side to this. These kids are threatened. Their school was, was shut down. Um, I really, I do worry about the health and safety of these boys because again, people seem to, uh, think that it's it's ethical um, to harm people who support the president, to um, show any outside um, support for him, any symbol of support for him. And that, that to me, is, is a pretty scary cultural trend we're seeing in the country. And lastly, I would say this. When Governor Cuomo signed into law on Tuesday the most radical abortion bill in the country, which is a woman up to birth yeah. can abort the baby. So a woman, yeah. a woman pushing and not quite out, could Thank ask the mind. doctor, I changed my mind, <laughs> yeah, kill yeah. my baby. You didn't hear a word from the bishops on that, but they spend oh, their know. time on this. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, great point. And, you know, the, the really gross part is when he signed that bill, or when that bill passed, here, here. 
I mean, you know, you, you, may, you may support abortion, you may support a woman's right. Uh, I don't know a lot of people who, who support that late term uh, type of abortion. But, I mean, what is with the cheering? It's just nauseating. It's grotesque. Um, and, 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 again, the Catholic Church is silenced. Um, they were wasting time uh, condemning the Covington boys. Of course, not a, not a word about lying, which I, I took the Bible and lying like uh, Nathan Phillips has done. That's also a sin, um, which they seem to be silent on, too. So it's, it's very, look, the Catholic Church, I think a lot of people, I'm a faithful Catholic, I continue to be a faithful, faithful Catholic, but boy, boy, oh boy, they really have been disappointing those, these last well, Julia, I attend Mass every Sunday. Yep. The, the, these fools in leadership are not going to chase me away from the Catholic Church. No, no you're the, right. These characters will come and go. They were here during the uh, Inquisition, and they're here now. They're fools. They're feckless fools. They're idiots, and their behavior will not chase me away whatsoever. And, and, and I, I wish that when Bishop Foyes and Bishop John Stowe get before the judgment seat of God, he might ask them, why didn't you protect my children? Why didn't you, know, you Bill- protect them? You know, Billy, the saddest part is that I used to be very impatient with Catholics who left the church over these scandals. I thought, you know, you should really, you should, you should be more involved in the church. You should, uh, you should push for change. Now I sort of just roll my eyes and shrug when people say they're not going, they're not going to be a part of the church anymore. And that is probably the saddest thing is my own apathy on that. I think that the church really needs, I agree with you, it really needs some change. It needs some change from the top down. All right, Julie Gunlock, Independent Women's Forum. You're a great American, and thanks for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And God bless America. Well, let's continue with more. Your comments are next, beginning with Valerie, Mike, Rick, and Ted. If a line becomes available, 513-749-7000. A bishop that calls the, ch- calls the children in, in the Archdiocese of Covington racist and associating with hate, having seen this, and having read the statement of, of Nick Sandman, that is disgusting. That is awful. That is wrong. Let's continue with more. Bill Cunningham, the Great American, live at your home of CovCath. News Radio 700, WLW. You know, when I saw symbols of uh, hope and change and Obama in that art form and those sweatshirts and T-shirts that had hope and the picture of Obama presented in an artful way, what I saw with the lives of 3,000 babies killed every day that Obama's policies encouraged. What I saw were a foreign policy that was a feckless and foolish foreign policy that killed literally hundreds of thousands of people in Iraq by pulling out American soldiers in 2011. I saw Syrians being slaughtered because the red line in the sand was walked over, run over, and Obama did nothing about it. I don't recall Bishop Stowe or Bishop Roger Foy's criticizing the policies of Barack Hussein Obama when it came to abortion and foreign policy that killed literally hundreds of thousands of people. And I don't recall any high school or college kid wearing some Obama garb that would have triggered violence against them, and it would have been justified. I can't imagine that happening. When I saw those symbols, I did not uh, react. Liberals are triggered when they see a mega hat uh, as if they can't control themselves. And they say it proudly. Let's go. uh, I don't know what to say. Are these the end days? Uh, Even Jeff Henderson understands that these could be the end days. Milford may be done. It may be over. It may be completely. When the leadership of the Catholic Church 
calls the lambs racist and leaves the wolves alone. When the Bishop of Lexington says that these Covcath boys in a written statement, the association of our young people with racist acts and politics of hate must also become unthinkable. What are the politics of hate? We're in a political symbol of our president. Yes. Racist acts standing silent is an act. They were the victims of racism at the hands of these black Israelites, and they're troubled, they're confused. They were victimized by race. And by wearing a symbol of our president, make America great again, the bishops find that objectionable? Did they object to the symbols of Barack Hussein Obama? Hell no. Hell no. Let's continue. We have Valerie first, Ted, Rick, many others. I'm going to shut the heck up. Valerie, um, welcome to the Bill Cunningham yeah, Show. Valerie, yeah, go ahead. You know, we know you're, you're you're suffering the loss, but, you know. I don't know what she's doing there. Let's go to Ted on the cell phone. Ted, go ahead. Yeah, Bill, uh, I'm a practicing Catholic. I uh, went to Catholic grade school, high school, and college. And uh, from the uh, earlier in the week, as soon as the real truth came out about these students from Covington Catholic, the first thing that popped into my mind about uh, the bishop over in Covington was I wondered how quickly he threw his brethren priest under the bus when all the pedophile stuff started coming out. He's been a bishop over there for 16 years. I don't remember ever hearing him make any statement about the pedophile situation in the Catholic Church, but it took him about 10 seconds to try to destroy these kids' lives and as far as the bishop in uh, Lexington is concerned, I got one message for him, and that's simply, shut the hell up. <laughs> it's not even his deal. He's not connected. But the thing is, they're using the Catholic Church to advance their personal political viewpoint. They have a v- political viewpoint that is with Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, whoever it's with, that's fine. But don't take the Roman Catholic Church and act as if we're talking through them to administer punishment on the victims of racism. So they want to use the their positions as the apostles of the modern Catholic Church, the bishops. They want to take you, me, and other people and say, we Catholics stand against Covcath. It's like, what? Why would they do that? Well, why, They're like kidnapping and holding hostage the Catholic Church to advance their personal political viewpoint. Uh, they don't well, feel the same way about it. Yeah, go ahead. He doesn't speak for me or most of the Catholics that I know. He speaks for himself. Well, he issued this missive this morning in the name of the uh, Diocese of Lexington. And uh, this is a missive in which he said that uh, it astonishes me that any students participating in a pro-life activity on behalf of their school and their faith could be wearing apparel, sporting the slogans of a president who denigrates the lives of immigrants. Under Obama, I'm sorry, under Trump last year, we welcomed 1.8 million legal immigrants. Under Trump, we're welcoming close to 2 million immigrants every year, more than the rest of the world put together. Why does he find that objectionable? Well, these priests should worry more about their butt buddies than they need to worry about Donald Trump. Enough said on that. Let's continue. Uh, I just wish they would stay in their lane. And if members of their faith who are adolescents are being attacked 
by the mainstream media, by every newspaper, by uh, the opinion makers. Why would you take the position of your office and use it as a club against adolescent children who were victimized by race? It's bass backwards. They're calling the victims the perpetrators, and the perpetrators suddenly are the victims. And how is it associating yourself with Donald J. Trump is the politics of hate. Uh, I guess we know their political position. I guess these bishops vote. Please vote. Your vote's worth as much as mine. I'll vote against you. But nonetheless, don't take the Catholic Church and use it as a cudgel. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Against innocent victims of racism at Cubcath. 130, home of your Reds, Bengals, and home of Cubcath. News Radio 700, WLW. I want to pee with men. Second, Rach, let me tell the story. I heard there's more fallout today. Is that true? Well, we'll talk about the bishops who are misleading the Catholic Church later on. But I'm pulling out of my modified palatial estate. Yes, sir. I look to my left. Under high security. You you don't have a wall, do you? I have many walls and I have cameras. The key is cameras. Okay. I have cameras in my place everywhere. But I don't have it out where my mailbox is, which is going to change. Okay. So I pull. I get ready to pull. I look to my left. So you need a mailbox cam. And I see, leaning up against my mailbox, a large concrete squirrel. What? So and you're I, thinking? I'm thinking. Uh, Slimmy mm. has come back. He's been resurrected. So it's been three I days. Quietly get out of my car, walk around. And it says, Slimmy, rest in peace. I think a squirrel is probably, I don't know, two feet tall and must weigh 40 pounds. So I don't know what to do with Slimmy. And I kind of pull away and I call Rachel. And I'm pulling down. What, did you call her to go get it or something? I said, you can't believe what just happened. Or did you call the bomb squad? (laughs) And I said, wait a minute, I'm going back. So I went back to my modified palatial estate. Okay. Cameras will be at my mailboxes come Friday, along with the rest of my surroundings. Right. And um, I picked up Slimmy, and now I bring him into the studio to get him out of the cold. Rachel, your reaction? Well, you left out the best part. You called me as soon as you realized, uh, like I would be able to do anything from here at the station. You call me anyway. Tell me that this has happened. You get out of your car to check the squirrel, and there's a note on the squirrel. Now, when you said there was a note on the squirrel, I thought you meant there was, like, a physical note. But it's actually written on the squirrel. On it. Squirrels' lives matter. We can't make this up. So whoever gave you this, thank you, I guess, right? I want to thank them because whoever did lives, this, it's made out of, it's, it's, it's a squirrel that's formed out of concrete. And if you want to know it's the like a sculpture, 
the ballad of Slimmy. This go could to, be the thinking. The, you know, this could be a bigger thing than the thinking man. Go to my uh, blog and check out what actually happened to Slimmy. I saw what happened to Slimmy yesterday. Not good. We're going to turn this into a makeshift memorial. We're going to put some candles around this. Um, I think this we need swirl. a quiet fountain around him. Uh, a quiet fountain would be nice. Might get some fake flowers that we can, you know, just maybe uh, acorns would be more appropriate. I'm not sure, but we're going to make a little makeshift memorial here uh, in honor of Slimmy. And the squirrel is going to stay here at the station as part of the station atmosphere now. SLM. Squirrels Lives Matter. So uh, to treat a squirrel the way Slimmy was treated it was really so unfair, this New Hampshire resident. Is he locked up yet? Not yet. What? Well, I, 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 don't, know. I, I don't know what to I say. Mean, I mean, how can you prove that uh, it wasn't an accident? It's man's word against deceased squirrel. I think it's unworthy of belief. That's true. I would agree with you. Have a squirrel stuck up your ass and a tail hanging out when the EMS personnel show up. Especially when you fall down and you're naked. And claim as if it was some sort of of mistake. What a way to horribly die. But we have the x-rays on the blog. Rachel, what else is on the blog as if there's anything bigger than this? You laughed and snickered at me. When I said I have this story that you're not going to believe, and I, she, I she said I don't wondered, believe it. No, I just wondered how we were going to speak about it on air appropriately and with the right tone because I didn't want people that had squirrels in their lives to be offended. Does the did the first lady see this fine sculpture? She remains uh, double wide oh, near okay. near Cape Coral oh, with the okay, girlfriend. She, so she's down there with Melania and all the ladies of the of the talk show host. Can't say getting together. Jill, Jill Hannity, everyone's there, so I can't say. But I could not bring in a concrete squirrel to my house. That that would no. not. And if she, fortunately, the she ambiance of your home would kind of be out of whack. Fortunately, she didn't listen to me or look at my blog. Why don't you put it right near the front door? Could you imagine if she had found the squirrel? St- like, what would she have said? Squirrels' lives mattered in black marker on the side of a concrete squirrel next to the mailbox. What would she called, have done? You know what? Nine one one. That would have been the second call. Nine one one. Is Willie up on the roof again? No, he's got a, a two foot long sculptured squirrel in his hands. Oh, we'll be right over. I don't need any sirens. Roll the bomb squad. <laughs> All right, Rachel. What else is on the blog? As if anything else really matters. Correct. An Ohio zoo volunteer lost a thumb, unfortunately, to an orangutan when she was trying to feed him over the weekend. She is recovering. There's nothing happened to the, orang- the orangutan. He uh, just simply. Got got too much of a bite out of w- while she was feeding him, and uh, we have that. Not Speaking that. of that, Willie, f- happy birthday, Fiona. Two years old today. Oh wow! Thousand pounds. Two years old, Fiona. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. She's on her way to your weight. Correct. By the way, Ron's roost. <laughs> I talked to Olga. She was here. Really, ninety-two-year-old Olga is going to be here next Thursday. And she's going to be on this Tooch Report. Wow, that is big. That she, is big. She dated Buddy LaRose at 74 years ago. Because the, uh, wow. that beef, the beef and noodles can't beat it. 74 years ago, and I said, what, what does Ron Larkin pay you? You know what she gets paid every two weeks? $89.10. She says she What's works better than government shutdown, 60 people? hours a week. They pay her each week $44. 
which I don't understand why he can treat his mother like that, but she says, I won't accept any more. She does all the bookkeeping, all the bills, and does all the cooking at Ron's Roost. Olga, 92. Have you met Olga? I haven't had the pleasure yet. All right, next no. Thursday. I'm she's excited gonna, about this. going to bring in uh, Ron's Roost, uh, Grub, and Ron was her husband, at uh, 120, and going to stick around for the Stooge Report. She's 92 and dated Buddy LaRosa. What if those two had gotten together? Pizza chicken and, and chicken. pizza. Wow. But Buddy was so much younger than she was. Well, yeah, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in Cincinnati. Call Schmidt Heating and Air at 531-6900. Sports! The Reds are doing fabulous things, Seg. We also want to thank Ron's Roost Restaurant and Bar Willie, as you said, 574-0222 at 3853 Race Road. She says she's going to feel sad when they leave their present location to come to Kenwood, the building next to Grader's. But she has so many fine memories on Race Road in Western Hills. But she said Ron's Roost wants to expand to Kenwood. Also, Willie, don't miss the uh, Cincinnati Auto Expo, the 2019 Cincinnati Auto Expo, presented by the Enquirer and Cincinnati.com, February 6th through the 10th. We still have better weather than what happened last weekend. And you got uh, college basketball tonight, Willie. You got the UC and Tulsa, the Golden Hurricane in town. By the way, how'd Xavier do last night with the worst team in the Big East? Uh, 635 here on 700 WLW, Green Bay and NKU tonight. I'll ask again, how did Xavier do last night against the worst team in the league at home? Well, they had the ball three times in the final 31 seconds. Got one the shot chance off. to tie or go ahead. Including a layup. Turns the ball over twice. Travel. And missed a jumper at the buzzer. <coughs> Where's Chris Mack when we need him? Where's Chris Mack? I got my flu shot today. but I, Bring I, Mack back. Bring Mack back. Bring um, Mac back. Nick Hagland is back in Cincinnati. The former uh, Lakota West and Xavier soccer product. Good. Been acquired by FC Cincinnati. Good. And Don Long is the new hitting coach of the Texas Rangers. Got a text here from Tom Weedman. Wants to know if animal cruelty charges have been filed against <laughs> the owner of Slimmy. I'll check again before we come back at 2.30. We, we have to I do will, something here. I will here. let everyone know. We can't let this continue. No. To, to have a squirrel die in such a horrible fashion and have no You know what? That would be a nice place out there at uh, the traffic island out there in front of us if they could put a Slimmy statue right there. We call that the, Wood, the Weedman Island. Put Slimmy right there. Right there, baby. Remember, How many thousands of people would pay homage? Squirrels Honk lives. if you love Slimmy. Well... Chip Hart better quit shooting squirrels. Squirrels' lives matter. Well, better take this out of the studio tomorrow when he comes in. He might shoot concrete. What else? What's on the blog other than the big stuff? Squirrels. You like to talk about how cold Mars is? How about the I, coldest town on Earth where it gets 96? One, well, close. 96 degrees below zero. That's, that's cold. Is that in Russia? That is in Russia. So we have uh, 96 video. below. Yes, video from what a day in the life of someone that what do you lives. Do? Exactly. Your what blood do you do? stops flowing at 50 below. So you have no Actual blood. Actual temperature. This isn't, you know. What do you do when you have no blood? That, uh, uh, you know what I bet you they do? I bet you they sit in their homes and watch your TV show on reruns. <laughs> I bet they spit and it freezes in mid-stroke. I mean, 96 below, that's cold. Exactly. Imagine that going yes. to 
do you go to school or you just what got you constant do? school closings? You have and- to keep everything covered because any exposed skin will freeze in Your face, less than a minute. face is covered. Yeah. I wouldn't live there. Would you live there? I'd rather be in Naples, honestly. So you think they got a guy that like Jim Scott that's school reads closings. school closings I in be, Russia? I bet they don't even open Maybe them. Jim doesn't. I mean, has anyone heard from him recently? Maybe Jim's doing it internationally now. Got a picture. He didn't look too bad when he was younger. Speaking of the pictures, we have pictures of Jim Scott up on the blog, courtesy of the photos from the studio that we have. So that's also there. He he still lives. You can see a young Jim Scott on the blog. Does she know that uh, she's called the poo bomb? He never stops. He's the gift that keeps giving. Like a herpes infection keeps reoccurring. We also have uh, your pictures from um, the visit with the Sioux Nation. Yes. You see what I've done and with your my... necklace? Is yes, here? the necklace is in house now. It's in studio. I'm going to have to add that to the gallery. Just that we saying. already put up. I get free admission to every Indian casino. Uh, secondly, I have free admission to every reservation. Thirdly, I have rights and privileges we can't discuss on the air. So I'm you're leaving, a special person. William I'm, I'm leaving the emblem right here, so no one else. But what if someone takes the emblem? They're going to have be like open up a mummy's tomb or something. It's we just have have bad luck. Here. It's a curse. We have cameras here. It'll be a curse. Curse. All right, Rachel, was that it from the blog? Yes. We have so much there. So much there. Can't mention it all. Slimmy, you got to know the, the ballad of Slimmy. And we're going to well, have your our man, our Hollywood Starfire man yesterday Starfire. said he's going to write a song about it. The ballad of Slimmy. He said by February he'd have something for us. Bring the band in and play it. We can light some um, nice candles around Slimmy. Show him respect, will you? Honor his memory. Slimmy lives. Now, I like the scarf. It's kind of Only special. in our memories. I like to know who put that there. It's kind of... I have no idea. I would love to know. Yeah. I'm sure it's one of my buddies. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Jeff Muir or Bobby Henderson. Those are the two main suspects. For I think they sculpted it, too. It yes. It's beautiful. I think Bobby Henderson or Jeff Muir. So we'll see. I understand Chris Hilberg of PETA just texted me. Mm-hmm. Please let me know how we can help the prosecution of the murderer of Slimmy. I think public outrage is on Slimmy's side. You'd have to think. But the trial Something had to be in be New Hampshire. Yes. Isn't that where he met his untimely demise? Yes, this is true. I mean, we're all going to die, but you don't want to die up somebody's ass. No, nobody does. Head, head first. No. Could be one right there. You don't want. Are the bishops and are they in? Fa- are they? Do are they on the side of the dude, or are they on the side of Slimmy? Much much more than they're these, not on the side of the Covcath men. These bishops will be with the dude. Wow, because those symbols of hate and racism. Covcath boys associated with a racist falling on a squirrel, squirrel. a racist squirrel. Okay. So I know what's going to happen there. Oh boy! Well, we got Savannah another. Guthrie going to come in and interview Slimmy. Then we got a text here from Bobby Henderson. Uh oh! He says I didn't do it. He says I eat squirrels. That's kind of you know sick. what? It might have been Chip Hart himself. Chip Hart wanted to like a, like a like a chipmunk putting a nut a nut away up on the side of the cheek, just kind of saving it for future reference. And you know what? You, be, you go to the travel show this week, say, you know, 
honor Slimmy at the travel show. Just go up to Can Chip Hart. Pictures on the say blog. we love Slimmy. Yes. Let's get pictures. I will of get Slimmy. pictures of that for the blog. I think it's Bobby. funny. Uh, while researching this story, I found out that this occurrence of someone having to go to the hospital for an incident like this—it's a bad incident—happens um, about five thousand times. What? What? Yeah, five thousand times a year, but. Live animals are only involved in 20 of those cases, typically. Oh, no, wait a minute. But that means that there are 19 other animal victims out there that we don't know, that don't have names, that don't have statues. The unknown victims. That's who we live for. Gerbils? There are some gerbils, some eels, and apparently snakes. Yes. Oh, my God. they got to be Democrats. Gotta be eels, eels, and snakes. Yes. So you've done re- Oh my God! So well, I of course I did research, William. What do you Google that? Like animals up your? What other objects are we talking about? They didn't specifically name uh, too many. I know things like um, soda bottles was one thing that was mentioned. That that was mentioned. But really, I think what stuck with me was the 20 animal cases, because we know what one of those cases was. Where are the other 19? It's very sad. It is. Very sad. We don't want to deminimize this thing at all, because Slimmy gave his life for someone else's pleasure. If that's it was pleasurable, an it was an accident. It was an accident. Call 911. They show up and say, you got to be kidding me. How about the docs in the ER getting this one? Might be on that show, Inside Store, Untold Stories of the ER. This is really the inside. This is the inside, so to speak. I said, get me out of the studio report. Play something funny, Matt. Play something. We need some humor. Willie, in honor of uh, Slimmy. Wait a minute now. Cap- we have a captain in Butler County. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'll be down and take fingerprints off that slimy little bastard. <laughs> Jeez. So I, I don't know. They have an investigation on who we left got, Slimmy who at left your doorstep. Slimmy at my door. We'll find out. We're going to find that person. Maybe they got some DNA on there. I want to compliment them. And only the person that left it knows the thing put around Slimmy's neck. So when someone calls me, I'll say, okay, what's around the neck? And if they get that right, then I know I got the right person. And Correct. we won't post pictures Don't until... post picture until we find yeah. out. Bingo. And then I'll know based upon, and then we'll know I got the right person to thank. This is a classic. Squirrels Lives Matter. Segment, get me out of the studio report. Willie, in honor of uh, Slimmy. And Fiona, at two years old today, happy birthday. And those 19 other animals who gave their life. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. My gay affair with Michael Jackson. Well, it's all coming out now, Jim. It's all, everyone has a dark secret in their life. Rachel. Think he'll write a book? Say, do you have any dark secrets in your life? Dark. Somewhere. Rachel? You? Not as dark as Jim Scott's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go that... Well, yeah. I've done some things in my life I wish I hadn't done, and I've not done some things I wish I had done. But I still have time to do them. <laughs> Let's continue with more. Slimmy lives in the hearts of men and women. On News Radio 700, WLW. I'll make a rich woman beg. I'll make a good woman steal. I'll make an old woman blush. And I'm like a young girl's wheel. I wanna be yours, but a baby. Yours and yours alone. I'm here to tell you, honey.
All right, now I've done enough talking. I want to do more walking. I want to hear from the Cubcats faithful and those uh, throughout the tri-state that see injustice. When you have bishop after bishop going after their own, the Cubcat kids, the statement of Catholic Bishop John Stowe of Lexington is ridiculous in which he's calling the children of Cubcat racist, quote, the association of our young people with racist acts and a politics of hate must also be unthinkable. That's where we are, but uh, we have Mike's been there for an hour and a half, and we have a parent of a Cubcat boy coming that I've confirmed, and we have four lines open. And I promise you, despite Matt Steinman's objections, that uh, if you call now, I will get you on by 2.30 today. Let's get, go first to the – got Mike uh, right after uh, the parent of a Cubcat kid and uh, and dad of a Cubcat kid. Welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Well, what is your sense of what's happening at Cubcat this afternoon? Oh, thanks, Roy. Thanks for having me on. Um, well, this afternoon I'm kind of hoping that everything is uh, somewhat peaceful and they're maybe able to get back to lesson plans at some point today. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday was the first day of classes, I think, as you know, and, um, you know, I'm sure there was a lot of discussion and uh, a visit from our bishop, as a matter of fact, took place. And uh, was it in the gymnasium or where was it? Uh, I, I, I don't know for sure. I would assume it was the gymnasium because I think that's the only place there big enough to hold the, the student body. Okay. Yeah. Did, did, did he apologize? Did he say, look, I'm sorry? That that I, it was ready, shoot, aim. I I spoke too soon, and I apologize. Uh, no, no, no. I, I don't think that message was delivered at all. Um, I, speaking to the father of uh, another student who was there yesterday, he said his son was disappointed with what he heard. Speaking to my son, who doesn't speak all that much, um, yeah. he confirms no. There there was no apology. Uh, the only message that he heard or he remembered was the bishop telling him that he always has their back. <laughs> if that is the definition of someone having your back, I'd hate to think it would have my front. I, I can't imagine a bishop go- going through a process quickly and being more wrong than Bishop Roger Foy's. And when I read the statements, have you read the statement of Catholic Bishop John Stowe of Lexington? It's if I may put it on my website, he goes after the Cubcath boys, saying, among other things, it astonishes me that any students participating in a pro-life activity on behalf of their school and their Catholic faith could be wearing apparel supporting the slogans of a president who denigrates the lives of immigrants. So you have the Catholic Church involved in a political attack on the president. Right. Yeah, I don't even know what, what to add to that except to say that you know, there were a lot of hats for sale in Washington. They sold them pretty cheap. And as a friend of mine pointed out uh, in one of his posts, you may not believe this, but, you know, children aren't necessarily uh, too well formed in their political beliefs or really able to articulate what those beliefs are. So, yeah, maybe those kids are, are nice supporters of Donald Trump or of conservatism or whatever, or maybe they're just wearing red hats. Either way, if you want to have a political debate with them, have a political debate, but don't demonize them simply for the for the fact that you know they were wrongly accused. Now, I did a re- I've I've done about five radio interviews a day since this start. I did one in New York City, in which the comment from the person on the on on the host said to me, "If you wear that hat, that is a symbol of hate. It's like wearing a a Ku, a Ku Klux Klan hood." And I said, "Well, 
That kind of tells me that if I see a woman who's provocatively dressed, that I somehow have the right to go up there and sexually molest her. Or if I need money and there's money in a bank, it, I'm going to blame the bank for luring me in to take the money. If somebody wants to make a political comment, wear an Obama shirt or wear some hope and change shirt. That doesn't give me the right to physically or verbally attack that person. Uh, it's called multiplicity of opinions. And I have a couple of uh, 15 and 16 year old grandkids. And I'm always amazed how often, how immature, how they don't have formed opinions. And I said to this host, you can't take a 16 year old boy wearing a red hat that costs $10, make America great again, and assume that boy understands border policy, understands DACA, understands deferred entitlements on El Salvadorian refugee. He doesn't understand chain migration. He doesn't get the lottery system. That, 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 that's not where their heads are. And you're the father of one. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I'd suggest there's a lot of parents or even a lot of adults who don't understand half of the things you just rattled off. And so a 16-year-old is not going to – well, what impact is this going to have? Because I think the smearing of Covington Catholic by the mainstream media – it has been almost unprecedented, like the Duke lacrosse team. Are you worried about attendance? Are you worried about kids going to Crossroads, maybe coming to Deer Park High School? Are you worried about kids leaving Cubcat? Uh, I think there's probably legitimate concerns for for all of that. I, I you know, I we've been in this community. I've been in this community for 50 years. I'm a graduate myself. Um, I've graduated an older son from the school. Um, a lot of friends I have have graduated from there and other high schools in the area. And the level of, um, uh, I don't know, just, just meanness. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with a bigger word, but it, it's just meanness that is, has come out against our kids uh, is, is unprecedented, I think. Um, I, I really do worry about the future of the school. Um, at least for, you know, several years to come until, you know, maybe things blow over. Uh, but, but it's hard to say when that will be. Um, smearing is one thing. And, you know, people are called names all the time on, on the Internet, and Internet shaming has is, is certainly been with us for some time. But the more uh, interesting and, I think, threatening issue is the fact that you have people out there who are, basically scouring the Internet for social media accounts, trying to identify our kids who are in numbered pictures like a, like a wanted poster. And, you know, who knows what the intent is behind, you know, when they find it. I mean, it, it's like they're trying to find their own, you know, family history or something. It's a hobby for them. And I worry that that doesn't stop when this story gets knocked off the front page because I think it's, it's a way for people to socialize with each other on a, with a common – uh, interest. You know, we're going to get these kids. We're going to get these punks. We're going to get these racists. And I don't think a new story, I don't think the State of the Union or a budget agreement or any of that probably stops these people. Because I don't think they're watching the news anyway. They're just doing what they do. And, and that'll be, the, I think, to me, one of the more interesting uh, things that plays out as we get further and further away from the events last week. But when a Hollywood producer depicts Covcat students being thrown into wood chippers. You have city councilman Chris Seelbach saying kids like your son, uh, are they're cowards and punks. When you have Kathy Griffin offering money to someone who punches Nick Salmon in the face, 
You have a writer for Saturday Night Live offering uh, oral sex to anyone who beats up a Cubcat kid. When an official at Cubcat told me that the mother of one of the boys at Cubcat who were at the rally, her employer was doxxed on the Internet and got 2,000 negative reviews about their business online because the mother of a son at Cubcat has a boy that goes to school there. And he wasn't really involved in this, but he was present, stood in the back, didn't do anything. When you hear about the hate of the wood chippers, of the oral sex if you beat somebody, when you hear about Christopher uh, uh, Seelbach talking about punks and cowards, and when you have the, the mayor of uh, Covington blaming Cubcath. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For racist behavior and racist homophobic statements, how does it make you feel as a Cubcat parent? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the last one really, really rankles me because here's someone in the community who, you know, I think is not a, a complete wingnut, but basically throwing the students under the bus saying, oh, they're, they're not from here. Uh, this school isn't even in Park Hill or isn't even in Covington, right? Yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe just don't say anything at all. You know, maybe just kind of take it and, and live with it because you're certainly not deflecting anything, Right by making that statement. Um, as for some of the other ones, I mean, you know, there's keyboard warriors out there who I believe, if there's any, you know, decency among these people, that they feel a lot more brave and a lot less personal when they put this into a tweet or put it, you know, put it out through a keyboard versus walking right up to somebody and saying those same things or trying to act on those same things. Right. I, I believe most people wouldn't do that. I don't think they have the courage to do it. But behind a keyboard, people get very brave. Weren't, weren't they the victims of racism from the black Hebrews who, by the way, they're always available to, to do interviews, much like the Phillips character, Nathan, wants to do interviews. The media doesn't interview the black Hebrews because <laughs> because they're wing nuts, because they're going to say bad things about Jews, white people, and gays. So the media will not go to the black nationals and say, why did you say these things against these innocent kids? But they want to use Covcath as a club and a cudgel against those who support the president, those who are male, those who are straight, those who are white, those who uh, went to a pro-life rally. It looks like every liberal box was checked by the mainstream media. This was a perfect story for them. It was white. It was male. It was the mega hat. It was pro-life. It was Catholic. And all Nick Salmon did was stand there and do nothing. He, he didn't respond at all. Right. And he, the, the boys engaged in no acts of racism, but now they're being convicted of it by the bishops and by many in the mainstream media when they did not, aren't they more the victims of racism and not perpetrators? I would certainly allege that they are the victims of that, yes. And, you know, well, with white people being in the majority, right, um, we've been split along lines, and I mean by numbers, right, split along the lines of conservative versus liberal. Right. You know, you start to feel like a minority 
when you have this kind of hate, you know, falling and raining down on you. Well, a New York host told me yesterday that anyone who wears a hat like that is publicizing their hatred. They're publicizing that they're racist. They're publicizing the fact that they want to be prejudicial against Indians, Hispanics, and blacks by simply wearing that. And I told this guy, I said, look, you're in New York City. I had on a guest on from Washington, D.C. about an hour ago. said, if you wear that, no one wears that hat in public in Washington. But I said, I see it around Cincinnati because you have the right to express yourself. But do you understand how a New Yorker considers that a symbol of hate? And that person then is worthy of being punched. I, I understand it. It's an opinion. And they're free to have the opinion, but if you act on it or you threaten to act on it in certain ways uh, over certain media or whatever, then you're committing a crime. So yeah. let's deal with that, right? Well, I don't think you can reason with that individual, but you can certainly you know, take whatever steps if they go over their boundaries. And lastly, I'm told Nick Sandman had a disciplinary hearing. Can you imagine the firestorm if that kid's expelled from Cubcat? Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine the firestorm. I can imagine the firestorm if the, uh, you know, if, if Nathan Phillips were invited to town. I can yeah. imagine, I can imagine any number of firestorms, but yeah, well, you can start with that one because he has offered no apology. No. Uh, the, I think the diocese is, uh, several individuals within the diocese are surprised that he didn't offer an apology. No. And frankly, many of us are surprised. At their surprise. So it's like, why would he? Uh, you know, he can be regretful that this incident took place. No, he's not. He can he's wish happy. that he had done no, no. or handled it a different way. No, he's... he's free to do that. But to apologize, no. I understand these extremists, and Nathan Phillips is extremely happy this happened. Well, of course he, he is. He's now and, become and he a offered star. his forgiveness this morning, I believe, on, on yeah. TV, which is, which is perfect for him because, you know, he just gets to play again. You know, his, his card. I, I have very little respect for, for that individual uh, because I, I really, I mean, in my heart, and uh, people may argue with me, but in my heart, he deliberately played and is continuing to play on our community for his own personal gain. He's making money. He was not a Vietnam veteran. He lied about that. He was a refrigerator repairman in the U.S. Marine Reserve Unit in Omaha, Nebraska, who twice won AWOL. And after four and a half years in the service, he attained the same rank he entered, which is private. And the military said he never was in Vietnam. And I have repeated YouTube videos of him out of his own mouth saying that when he came back from Vietnam, people spit on him. And so mm -hmm. this guy lied and lied, and he said this morning, among other things, quote, I've read the statement from Nick Sanderman, the student who stared at me for a long time. He did not apologize, and I believe there are intentional falsehoods in his testimony. So <laughs> he's calling Sandman a liar. Right, right. And, and, and who would invite him to Covington? Who would say to him, come here? Because that would be another 15 minutes of fame for him to make money at his website and to become a hero in that part of the world. He's a hero in New York City right now, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. It, it's just the further polarization, I think, of, you know, of the country and political views and, frankly, the religious views of, of sure. folks, too. Sure. Well, lastly, Tragic. lastly, this thing, sadly, is not going to end. There'll be more activities. You've got the third-party report, which is a serious blunder. What Foy should have said what? Uh, what I first said in the beginning was incorrect. We have now evidence of what occurred, 
and he and he should say, look, we're going to handle this matter internally, and this matter is closed. Then he should meet with the boys involved and counsel them that in the future you got to be careful when you deal with individuals with having a different motive. Then he should say, Covcath is getting back to work. We got trigonometry, we got algebra. I say to Nick Salmon, all the boys at Covcath, go to school, play sports, go to church. Get out of the media spotlight and please live your life well at Covcath and stop doing this. The problem is the mainstream media will not allow that to happen. But but I said the other day, Nick Salmon would be wise simply to go to school. Get back in the routine. That's what, that's what needs to happen. But I guarantee you this will not occur because the media has someone that can advance their cause uh, of anti-Catholicism, anti-white, anti-male, anti-Trump. The mega hat was, of course, the key. They got somebody that can advance their cause, and they have a perpetual victim, which is the Indian dude. And so the media will use this as a, as a tennis ball to keep hitting it. And when you invite him to town or you have the discipline of Nick Sandman or you do other things at Cubcat that brings attention to the matter, what's going to occur is the media will keep going back and back. And back. The kids of Covcath need to go to school. Do you agree? That's it. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Go, go to school. Just go get, to school. Get back to your life, and but be careful in the future because you're not dealing with people that have goodwill towards you. You're really not. Well, my, we got to go, and I know you didn't want to identify yourself. You're a father of a kid at Covcath. Thanks for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show, and I love Covcath, and thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Willie. Thank you for your support. God bless you. Let's continue with more. 224 at the home of Covcath. See, the media will not allow this to stop. And do not feed the monster by Foy's and Bishop John Stowe wanting to inject themselves in this situation. They're hurting the kids they're supposed to lead. You are hurting the sheep, and you're supposed to be the shepherd. Don't say ridiculously false things about Covcath, then act as if you're using the Catholic faith as a shield against criticism. You're using the church to advance your personal political viewpoint, and that is disgusting. I'm referring specifically to Bishop John Stowe of Lexington. But out. Bill Cunningham, 700 WLW. Old Montgomery. A person who calls himself a great American is an egotistical phony. Hello. A person who calls himself a great American is an egotistical phony. He's only half right. He's only half right. <laughs> I may be egotistical, but I sure as hell not a phony. But I am egotistical. You got a point. Got a point there. Got a yeah. point. Rock, what are your comments about the oh, Bishop God. of Lexington right here? Here we go. <laughs> Bishop of Have you read Welcome his comments? To the I, I have. <laughs> yeah. Lexington Bishop, the association, here. the association <laughs> yeah. of these young people with racist acts and the politics of hate must also become unthinkable. I, I want to know what his position is in about six months to a year when the collection plates, when the enrollments, when all the donations to the church are down, what's his response going to be? He should be serving the people of the parish first, not the interests this of the greater from, global. This guy from Lexington is not even involved, right? Ra- no, around no, here. He, he's saying, so, well, I mean, look, honestly, why just why not just say nothing? Shut up! Like just, just say up. nothing. If you if you're not going to even, I mean, you should support the kids. Shut but if up! Not just say nothing because now you're bringing it back up. It, it's stupid. It keeps the cycle going another day, and then you had Nathan Phillips, right. a good friend of the segments. 
saying, among other things, the student stared at me for a long time. He did not apologize. And I believe those are intentional falsehoods in his testimony. By the way, for our show, I broke down Savannah Guthrie's questions for Sandman and Savannah Guthrie's questions for Phillips. And we're going to analyze them. I bet they're a little bit different. We will find out. And and one is a 16-year-old boy and the other is a 64-year-old political activist. Normally to the activist Phony. phony, you might... Ask more pointed questions than an innocent sixteen-year-old boy, right? You, you want to... all, all of her questions were. I mean, her first question out of the gate, first one was, "So, how are you feeling after all?" Like he's the victim here. He's not. He perpetrated the problem. Now he's the victim. God, Rachel, your I reaction? I think being a political activist should not be a full-time job option. Well, I guarantee you, food stamps, Section Eight. I guarantee he's got the whole menu of government benefits. Guaranteed. He's got them all. I also don't think we should elect politicians anymore because all they do is fail us. I think there should be In a Washington, lottery. there's an uh, anarchy. Lottery. Matt Steinman loves system. anarchy. Uh, anar- Just you know, everyone, gets, everyone gets like three months and, you know, if your name That's is called, oh, damn, I got to go to Washington for a little bit. Right. Wouldn't that be better? You'd have normal, sane people. Get worse. You, you can't be uh, convicted of certain crimes. The you know? four of us could handle this shutdown in about 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Pretty much any you got four your six normal billion. adults could. You got this. You got that. Let's go. That's it. All right. All right. Will you give me the six, the six you got billion? It. All right. I'll Open. let a few of the DACA in. Does that sound good? That's it. Sounds good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, no. Let's go play golf. No. No. The Democrats are winning this in their minds. That means they're not going to stop. If you got rid of like actual politicians in terms of that also being a career you get rid of lobbyists you wouldn't have all of this entrenchment that would be be term limits term limits would be term limits would be great but they can't get that through so let's just get rid of the system we can't get that through can't get anything through nothing nothing what what is this giant damn thing animal i'm looking at right now sitting on the table (laughs) what is this about 10 o'clock, I had a meeting at Deer Park. I'm pulling out of my palatial estate. Well, I have video cameras everywhere except on the mailbox. That will <laughs> Better change now. starting on Friday. <laughs> and I see this large concrete squirrel leaning up against my uh, mailbox. What the? So I say, what is that? I get out and print it on this large concrete squirrel or two phrases. Rocky, they're looking at you. What do they say? Squirrels' lives matter and rip. Rest in peace. Slimmy. 2019. And this thing is big. It's like, what, 18, 20 inches in height? I mean, 20, 25 pounds. Probably weighs about You cannot sexually abuse a squirrel. I don't care what you say. You, Well, maybe that's not true anymore. The rules are made to be broken, right? But we not found out an hour ago, Rock and Segman, that uh, Rachel has done copious research on the topic. And there are at least 20 events per year in which living objects are put up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Upside uh, the wrong place, shall we say. Living? Living objects, and including eels, snakes. This is based on ER visits. Chipmunks, gerbils, and squirrels. There are about 5,000 ER visits for that particular issue per year. Usually they are inanimate objects like bottles or what have you. In 20 cases, 
they so, were animals. So there's 19 other cases besides Slimmy. Slimmy is just See, the one that we know. This is another example of my, the world. It, things are going too good in the world. We got to get, you know, people are doing that. People are getting mad over hats. Like, like when things start getting really bad, no one worries about this and does this kind of stuff. Things are going so good that we're putting squirrels in places they shouldn't go, Willie. We have the x-ray on my blog in case someone has questions about Slimmy and why he is a ballot soon to be written after his exploits. And why we have gotten a statue of a squirrel that we are going to make into a makeshift memorial that will stay here at the station. Seg loves it. So that we never forget Slimmy and what what he gave up for his owner. And we have no idea who dropped this off of no. your house. I think it's one of my buddies, my next-door neighbors, Jeff Muir. I think it's him or Bobby Henderson because they like squirrels. Is it need the brother of Jeff Henderson? Correct. And and uh, J.K. Muir loves squirrel stew. So I'm thinking, you know, he just has this fixation about fried squirrel. Ever have squirrel legs fried? Never have. Well, Jeff Muir likes to eat fried squirrel legs. I don't. Have you you know, it might have been Chip Hart. Chip Hart so likes Chip to Hart shoot eats them. He eats squirrels. I'm just saying. Loves the tail. Uses the tail like sure, floss. cholesterol. Uh, that was from the movie. Floss and teeth. Vacation, right? All right, what's like chicken. Say, give me some sports and make it fast. Well, Leah, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in beautiful western hills. Call Durban Heating and Cooling at 598-8449 or go to DurbanHeatingAndCooling.com. Sports! Thank you, Roxy. And also, Willie, uh, don't miss the uh, Cincinnati Auto Expo, the 2019 Cincinnati Auto Expo, presented by the Inquirer and Cincinnati.com, February 6th through the 10th, downtown at the Convention Center. Going to be cold again this weekend, more global warming. Uh, Tulsa and UC tonight, Willie, at Fifth Third Arena. What Green about Bay Xavier? and NKU take a, go at it tonight. What about Xavier last night? Um, Played the worst had team. Had the ball three times in the final 31 seconds with a chance to tie or go ahead. Turns it over twice and misses a jumper at the buzzer. Rock, your reaction. Mm, Lost to last place. We'll get him next time, though. I don't know about I'd say bring Mac back. Bring Mac back. No, don't start that. Bring Seg. Mac back. Here we go. Here we Seg. go again. Say, bring Mac back. Along with the players. The players. How's Louisville Mac. doing, by the way? I have uh, they play attention. tonight. They're, they're ranked the, in the, uh, they are ranked uh, 21st in the nation. You know, they, you know, they're doing pretty good. No, 23. Yeah. They play in number 21, uh, NC State, tonight. They're playing pretty good. Rachel, what's on the blog? Uh, Rocky Boyman wants to know. We have the story of Gigi Wu, the bikini climber. That's doing very well for you, too. In addition to Slimmy, which is obviously your blog win for the month, Gigi Wu is a close second. How do you fall into this stuff? <laughs> I got he some... finds it, too. Uh, he where, sends it he to me. I, I don't. Yes, because unfortunately, I got that squirrel x-ray at like 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. It was nice. just not the text message I nice. wanted to get at that time. <laughs> We're in a meeting with iHeart executives like 1130 this morning. Mm-hmm. I had a million, how many? 60 million? 60 million impressions on your Twitter. From May to December. And so the goal is this year, 100 million. And Slimmy has got a shot. Of putting me over the top. Absolutely. Can I get to 100 million this year? I'm sure. People still think I tweet for you. Even in that meeting, I had to explain, I no, no, I don't. No. I can't it's recreate me. that kind of magic on the internet. No, I do it myself. And I asked you today for the first time, how do I respond to somebody? I know. I'm so terrified. Who's oh, tweeting? you don't want to know. You don't want to know how to do that. I'm so terrified. 
I like to respond to my people, but I, I, all I would do all day is respond. That's you, the problem. Yes, you exactly. go down a, a long, you dark hole where Once, your whole day is spent. Not only do you argue for with people with three hours on the air, but now you're doing for another I can't six do hours I, in your free time. And then oh my you know what? Lordy. You'll end up like Lance. So yes. maybe, maybe we should do hashtags instead of replies. Do you want to learn hashtags instead? You don't know what that is. I started in May because of you. Yes. In seven months, we did sixty million. We did sixty million impressions, and you hundred million should be easy. Oh yeah, that should be no problem for you. We also picked up, I think, eight thousand followers in that time. My God! Thank you, Judge Nadal. You are uh, (laughs) besides Lance. You are hear that, Rocky? You better get bit. You got to find things. How many impressions do I have? You don't tweet enough for us to actually measure. Now, is it just anything I tweet? Or like, what about all the college football stuff I tweet? Yes, we can measure that, but you you're still not did, measuring it. You're still not as... What about kid Chris? You can or you are? We are not yet, but okay. I, I know that based off the metrics... Metrics. Willie is going to technically beat you. Is that cyber, like cyber metrics it's in because, baseball? Because it's Slimmy. I, see, I got Slimmy. I got, I'm going to have Rachel possibly in a few months... She promised me that if she got the home run bonus, that she yeah. would be a body of the big one, part two. I'm number one. She said she would go all natural. Well, now, a lot of other guys said they had your back, and look what happened. Now, Rocky, what happens if that occurs on my blog? Some, some live action sake. All I what's can that, say what's is, that movie called? Somebody broke the internet. All I can say is boing. What's the name of that guy? Boing. It's the cartoon now. And so you got Whoa. no shot. You got if I got Slimmy. And Rachel on natural, it's We're, over. No matter how many football tapes <laughs> I break down. Talk about Eastern nothing. Michigan. You know, <laughs> talk about Eastern Michigan. Talk about Miami. Lance nothing. didn't even give it up. We, we still need to find a location. We're still well, trying to book a location. Barbados? I, I'm trying to get an exotic location. Borneo? I, I got a du- double wide with palm trees. I mean, maybe. So maybe Rachel and I wow. got to take Penny with me. We got to go down south oh, and spend okay. a weekend. Think, you know, it's been surprising. There have been a lot of people that have been volunteering to either help with lighting photography there's a lot of people i got makeup i don't worry about me i worry about these other guys i can be around you professional if you're naked i can be very professional i mean i had to do it for you so you can do it for me please uh, you should write like a blog entry entire experience we're we're going to be doing it if we we make like under the right circumstances we can get this done there will be blogs leading up to it behind the scenes there will be what chance rock do you have now it could yeah. be a reality thing. None. I, all you have to do is just tweet more. All you have to do. Is I do just, tweet. I know, but but just, just re, d- retweet what I do. Just retweet it or something. I don't know. Can I don't you want do to it? retweet what you do. You I got my it. own original thoughts. Oh, I, I am somewhat. There's there's limits on stuff that I can say. I got a naked. I got a naked Rachel. There can is, you beat there that? There is no limit to what Willie right. can say on the internet, which is there's things I can, I'm not allowed to. I say it all the time. Say you're too corporate with ESPN. You are. Yes. All right, what else is on the blog other than Slimmy? And we got some bikini-clad broad on top of a mountain who's dead. We have um, photos from in here also showing your emblem from the Sioux Nation, uh, your photos with the Sioux Nation. Uh, We also have an update on the case in Arizona um, concerning the young woman that was incapacitated but gave birth. That's that's sick. That's sick right there. Uh, And also the coldest town on Earth. Listen to this, Rocky. You think Mars is cold? 96 it, it, below. 96 below in the world? <laughs> Actual temperature. In, in a in Russian Siberia town. Yes. North, in, in, inside the Arctic Circle, the, the average temperature last week was 96 below zero. 
wonder if they play football there. The blood stops running at minus 50. So these, <laughs> whoa, we're there's no, it's a town though? It's people a town. Live there? 500 people live there. What do they do? Not Stay inside. Nothing. <laughs> Just stay inside. Burn wood for heat all day. What about running water? What about stuff like that? They actually cut, um, they actually cut ice and turn it into cubes and then bring it inside and melt it over a fire. There you God, go. Just, I mean, there's so many other options. Of, I mean, just move, you know. What's just the quality leave. of yes. life? A couple hundred miles down this way. and so You know what I say? Send Tempstar, quality you can feel. I tell you, get Andy Buger up there right Dang now. Dang on right. That's where we'll you go want. to Russia. We'll put it in. Yes. Buger went to Tempstar dealership. Tempstar dealer in Russia. $10,000 for a 96 <laughs> below those people will be real warm. Let's go there. What if, yeah. you, what if your heat goes out there? Ooh. You can call yeah. Tempstar, quality, quality you can, can feel. feel. Would Andy Buger make a house call to Minsk? Amen. What else is on the blog? That's enough. That's pretty good stuff. I mean, but when March blog. and April happen, Rocky, Ooh. get ready. Well, it is what it is. You're, you're already plotting what you can do oh, next. Oh, the wheels are turning. Yes. Good. Good. All right, Seg, is that it in sports? Uh, yes, sir. Rocky, what's on the show besides uh, debauchery and perversion? <laughs> Jeez. We have the lawyer, and his name escapes me at the minute, but uh, out of Washington, who is heading the lawsuit I saw prepared against yeah. the uh, against the NFL. He's coming yeah, on at 4 o'clock, or, you know, the Saints are saying we were screwed. Well, it is fixed. And there's actually God, there's actually clauses in the NFL rulebook that make it possible to do that now. Sure. Roger Goodell could upset it all, but he's not going to do that. He's got Los Angeles and not New Orleans. The opposite, he would upset it. It was fixed. They wanted L.A. No they wanted... L.A. cares about this game. I bet the ratings are I bet, through the I roof. bet nationally more people care about the, the Drew Brees, their two quarterbacks over 40, and all that would care about than, than the, having the Rams on. Nobody even goes to the games. Seg, your, your reaction? I, I don't know. Just play the game and get it over with. That's what I say Cubcat ought to do I'm is go, go to school. Daytona 500. The kids need to go to school. Stop it. Go to school. Yes. Trigonometry, no algebra, history. No more interviews. Go to school. Get back in the routine. Rachel, thank you. Thank you. Rocky, thank you. You're welcome. Segment, get me out of the Stooge Report as we continue to celebrate the pictorial display, Bodies of the Big One, featuring Rachel, coming on my blog in March and April, we think. Down to my double wide, palm trees, sand, the ocean, golf courses. Maybe you're okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you're, just, I'm, you're like going into Come on, this, come come back like, to weird. it, really. Get you're, your neck, you're get your necklace on your back on, or right get now. a Snickers. You're not. You're you're not you. <laughs> See, I'm thinking about the the scenes, the setups. You're right, you're come trying back to create to the imagery come in come your on, head friend. because art. you want yeah, it to be art. shot well. You're art. talking about art. going to I respect that. down the road. The Naples Pier at the end during a sunset. See exactly. Ooh. Artistic vision, which is what I put. At the forefront, That's when it. we it did your trouble shoot. written you want, all over it. You want us three to leave the room so you can be alone, Rocky? It's not about nudity. You don't want you to end up like that teacher. It's about artistic vision. Yes, yes, you That's understand. Correct. Yes, that does not hold up in a court of law, though. We'll see about that. <laughs> Depends who the judge is. <laughs> Justice is the judge. Believe me. Segment, get me out of the Stooge Report. Willie, in honor of a, a cold Thursday in the tri-state, and I got uh, a text here from Andy Buker, attempt star. They're going. To, they're going to Russia. You said there's a seven thousand dollars service charge to Minsk. <laughs> seven thousand dollars to get to Minsk for a service charge. But Damn. if you need a little temperature adjustment, 
Better call Andy Buker. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. We'll be right back here on the Cincinnati Bell, Reds Baby Metner. <laughs> and also, Willie, happy birthday to Fiona, two years old today. 2,000 pounds. Fiona. You know what you know, else's birthday, birthday it is, like? Yours? Bingo. Me and Fiona share a birthday. How about that? I'm Look out. at that. January the 24th? Yeah. Not bad. You too? Not bad. Not Me bad. and Fiona, my you spirit too? animal. Yes. You're too old. Rachel, when is your birthday? Yeah. August 2nd. August 2nd. Got to recall that. Maybe we can spread this thing out in your pictorial display from March until August. You would like that for blog hits, wouldn't you? We, we keep working on new settings. A picture a day for four months? Yes, we'll keep the ED away. <laughs> thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Rachel, thank you. Thank you, really. You mean Rocky. Rocky. Jeez. Come back to us, Willie. Uh, Come a on. A picture yeah. a day your mind is somewhere else. ED Jeez, away. Pete's get out of the gutter. <laughs> Let's continue with more. Bill Cunningham, loud, proud, and sassy. It's not about sex. It's about artistic expression. On 700 WLW. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.